baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're the expert. Here we are as we speak. It's the middle of November. Mm-hmm. What percentage of your holiday shopping do you have done right now? Mine? <laughs> so I will tell you right now, zero. Trey Bodge is a smart shopping expert, and to her, that's what smart means. Starting early and then, well, just kind of keeping the ball rolling all year long. The holiday shopping season started so early this year. It started in early October with the second Prime Day and all the sales from all the other retailers. So I am not where I normally would be around this season because I've been so busy. Remember one year I went out on Christmas Eve with 0% done. Oh, man. That makes me nervous. I, I hopefully will not be in that position, but you never know the way my, my holiday shopping season is going. I was 22 at the time, and you're pretty stupid when you're 22. <laughs> True. <laughs> So, Mike, I have to ask, how'd Christmas shopping go that year? Well, it was quick, <laughs> and I didn't have to spend much, although I can't guarantee that there was a lot of gushing over the gifts I bought. What is the latest you waited to go Christmas shopping? So I start every November with good intentions, and I usually do get a couple of my important gifts early on, but somehow I always find myself with a few last-minute things to go out and buy the week of Christmas. Well, of course. And it's late enough to where you kind of have to go do it in person or the stuff's not going to get there in time. See, that's the, starting too early, that can breed complacency. So we need to wait until Christmas Eve. Exactly. I'm Mike Rogers. That was one of our producers, Chris Blake, and this is Something Offbeat. This week, I spoke with Trey about holiday shopping, but this podcast is about offbeat news. So we covered some of the more obscure gifts that she is seeing on the market here in 2023. I love this time of year. I love talking about all the new items, and I usually wind up buying one or two of them and, uh, you know, for, for friends and family. Yeah, there's no shortage of of strange gifts out there, that's for sure. There never are. You're right about that. Let's start with that. What are some of the stranger things you're seeing this year? Oh, so I've found some really fun ones. I found one called, I don't know how to pronounce the the brand, so I'm going to butcher it probably, Casofu, C-A-S-O-F-U. It's a burritos tortilla throw blanket. So it's a circular blanket that looks like a tortilla. <laughs> and I just I've thought that was those. so fun. Um, so that's really what, you know, for your, for your friend who loves Mexican food. I mean, I kind of want one myself, frankly. And then a couple that I have myself that I've reviewed for my own gift guides, there's a company called Ototo, O-T-O-T-O, another crazy name. They have something called the Nessie Ladle Spoon, which looks like the Loch Ness Monster in the form of a ladle spoon for soups. And basically it sits in the pot while you're cooking and the and Nessie's head kind of sticks out of it. And then it serves as a ladle for, um, for serving and also stirring. And it's bright green and it's super fun. That sounds like something Alan McKenna, who we talked to recently for an episode on the Loch Ness monster would like i'm not looking for a 30 foot 
60 foot plesios or in Loch Ness. That's what I'm not. I'm not looking for that. I would love that, but it's just not possible. You know, I could talk about the Loch Ness Monster for hours, but I digress. Another one that I found that was really fun is from Uncommon Goods. And if you're not familiar, Uncommon Goods is like a base camp for the coolest, most inventive things. They support small businesses. So it's a great place to discover something from a small business. And they have one called the Dogs versus Cats chess set. And so if you have a chess fan on your list, there's a little bit more of a splurge gift. I think it's almost $200 and all the, the pieces are in the form of cats and dogs and so i just thought this was such a fun one especially for a chess fan or or someone who loves pets speaking of of pets i saw one the human dog bed have you heard about this <laughs> i have this actually comes from one of my favorite brands called unhide and they are also known for i would say the softest throw blankets on the planet i absolutely love their blankets i also have a pair of their slippers which are so comfortable and this human dog bed which is like your standard dog bed but bigger so you know a small human or you know or kids love to curl up on this human dog bed and i think this is going to be a really popular gift for this holiday Really, humans in a dog bed on the floor. <laughs> hey, why not? You know, your couch will only hold so many people. I know with, I only have a family of three and we're always fighting over spots on our couch. And so we might need to get a human dog bed from Unhide and put my uh, teenager in it. Mike, I don't know that we've ever had Lauren and me on the same episode, but we do have to bring her in for this one. Why is that? Well, when I was researching this episode, I sent her a link to the human dog bed, and she said she was seriously considering getting one for her new apartment before I even sent the link. Really? Yeah. So it's a little embarrassing. I, I recently moved to a new apartment, and I left my old bed in the old apartment because I was like, oh, it's going to be so great. I'm going to get a fresh start. I'm going to get a new bed. And then I started looking on Amazon and I realized, you know, how much you have to get. You have to get the frame. You have to get the box spring. The mattresses are expensive. And I got to this point, kind of like Kramer from Seinfeld, where I was like, maybe I could just like make levels in my apartment and get a bunch of human dog beds and pillows. So, yeah, I don't know if it's a good idea. What do you guys think? So, well, it doesn't sound terribly comfortable or hygienic. <laughs> I think you have a point. I think you have a point. And, and what you're saying here is that you did this out of cheapness. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. And and easy. I was like, it's going to be easier to get them into my apartment than, than a real bed. But then I realized, like, I thought it would be easier. But then I'm like, I'm going to need to get the human dog bed and a bunch of pillows and maybe something to put it up on. And then it's just as hard as getting a regular bed. And then I had a friend counsel me as well to, to just get a normal bed. So I think I'm over it, but I have looked at a lot of these human dog beds in the process. I'm, I'm really glad you solicited some advice from the outside on this one. I think long-term your back will thank you. I agree. I think it's the right choice. But these human dog beds do look fun. I think maybe as an accessory to my normal bed. I think the whole thing with pets is interesting because not to go grandpa on you, but when I was a kid, if you had even suggested getting a gift for a dog or a cat for, you know, for a pet in the house, you would have been, you'd have laughed out of the room. And now we have stockings for our dogs and cats now. Absolutely. I mean, it is unbelievable how many pet gifts I am pitched. It's literally everything, like you said, sort of pet 
clothing and you can get pet clothing to match your clothing, like family pajamas and the pets have them too. And then you can also go as far as uh, a custom painting in the form of your pet. You can have books made featuring your pet. There are so many pet gifts. And obviously there are also kind of edible pet gifts and there's CBD for pets. So there's just no end to the pet gifts that are out there. We love our animals, don't we? That's the key, I guess. The, the, the makers of these items and the retailers, they've, they've really tapped into a huge source of revenue here. Absolutely. They, they, they caught us unawares and now we're just like, oh my gosh, I have to get everything for my dog. It's just, it's just a funny part of the industry, but it is a very popular one. Let's talk about another trend we're seeing beyond pets. It's getting things with monograms on them. Are you seeing a lot of that? Yes. Oh, personalization is so popular and it's been so for several years since I've been looking at gifts and shopping for gifts for my own gift guides and I'm seeing so many cool innovations in personalization now. For instance, there's a company called Gift Card Granny, and they're known for their personalized gift cards. So you can upload a photo onto a plastic Visa card with a little message. But now they've just brought in eight robotic scribes. And so you can actually write a holiday card when you order your gift card from them. And the robotic scribes will hand write a gift card for you. So it feels super personal and the penmanship is quite nice for a robot. And so it's just a really fun extension of a personalized gift. But you're right, I am seeing personalized gifts in literally everything, in every category you can imagine, uh, you can get something personalized these days. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Lauren just brought up Seinfeld, and the abundance of personalized gifts feels a little bit like a Seinfeld bit to me. The ones with monograms, right? Yes. Uh, it does to me, too. Because, I mean, what is someone going to do? They're going to visit my house with the intent of stealing a towel, but think twice when they see the MR stitched onto it? Exactly. And I will say I am guilty of a bit of the pet personalization combo, though. Is that so? You, who were just making fun of my monogrammed blender. I know, I know, but... My wife loves our dogs more than literally anything, maybe more than me. So I have gotten her a couple of gifts from websites where you can get your dog's silhouette on a sweatshirt, things like that. And I will say they were big hits. You know what? If the recipient, especially if it's a significant other, likes a gift, we're doing okay. And a lot of these things, you look at them and, and you think, there's no way anyone will buy that. But people do. Is there anything that you, though, in your experience, have ever looked at any gift and thought to yourself, there's no way. No <laughs> one's going to buy that. It's just too crazy. Well, you know, it's maybe not so crazy, but um, because I do receive so many pitches every season, the things that bother me when I receive pitches are kind of like gifts that are um, insulting, right? So, 
I can't even tell you how many times I've been pitched tooth whitening strips or weight loss products. I just think it is not, you're not sending the right message if you're giving someone a gift that tells them that they need to improve themselves. So that's what really bugs me about, about the pitches that I've been receiving. Don't give someone a gift that will make them feel badly about themselves. You want someone to feel amazing when you give them a gift. Honey, I got you a treadmill. Right, exactly. Unless unless your partner asks for a treadmill and you do all the research and give them that thing they, they're dreaming of. Otherwise, that's no good for me. What is the key to finding the perfect holiday gift? That is such a difficult thing for so many people. You know, they'll think of the person and go, God, what do I get them? The key is listening. Your recipients are telling you what they want all year long. You know, when you're out and about shopping and they look in a window and say, oh my gosh, I love that scarf. Make a mental note that to go back and get that scarf for them for their next gift. Or, oh, my earbuds are getting old. I need to invest in some new ones. Or just those little conversations that you have throughout the year. If you've got your ears open and you remember to make a mental note, you will be such a successful gift giver simply by listening well. And that stuff goes on all year long. If someone says something in March, buy it. Absolutely. Or I actually have a um, in the notes app on my phone, I have just a, a running list. So whenever anyone I know says something, I jot it in. And then when I'm wondering what to give them, I go to my list and my answer is right there. I don't even have to think about it. You're way too organized. You're like my mother. <laughs> I do this for a living, though, so I, I have to be good at it. It would be sad if I wasn't. What are we talking about in terms of spending this year? The uh, price of everything is up. A lot of people, just about everyone, there's so much more budget conscious now. How does that play into this year? Yeah, it actually is really playing into how spending will go this year. According to a Bread Financial poll, people are going to be really holding back this year. Over 30% of people are expecting to spend more. And so people are going to be very promotional this year. They're going to be looking for sales. Over 75% of people are going to be looking for ways to save on their gifts. And then to sort of chime in with another stat, the National Retail Federation is projecting about a three to 4% jump over last year. And if you adjust for inflation, that's not a big jump, right? That's a very moderate jump. And so here we are with $1 trillion in credit card debt for the first time in our history in this country. So my guess overall is that we're going to be very, very cautious and not overspend this year. And that is my hope, of course, given that credit card debt. I hope that everyone spends conservatively and carefully and doesn't bring credit card debt into 2024. Speaking of being cautious, let's talk about scammers for a minute, and especially mm -hmm. so many gifts being purchased online. What are the do's and don'ts? How can you protect yourself? Oh, that's a great question. So a couple things. If you're shopping on a website that you're not familiar with, make sure that the URL begins with HTTPS and the S stands for secure. So that's a secure site that you're shopping on. You're much less likely to experience fraud in that case. Another thing that I really like to do is to check out with PayPal. You've attached your credit cards to PayPal anyway, as you're kind of give, sending PayPal money to your friends and to businesses and whatnot. If you shop with PayPal versus directly with your credit card, that is a much more secure checkout and you're much less likely to experience being scammed or fraud or experiencing fraud. 
and I would suggest this, and I don't know if it's true or not, you can tell us, but ads on social media generally, right? You got to be really careful. If you see something pop up on Facebook, that that's awesome. I'm going to order that. I, I've been burned by stuff like that before. Yeah. And just imagine, you know, any company can advertise on a social media platform, right? So that's such a great point that you want to make sure that you are familiar with the retailer. And like I said, if you're not, make sure it's an HTTPS, check out the Better Business Bureau or a site like Trustpilot to get a sense of whether this brand might have dings on it. The other thing that I like to do when I shop on social media is within the advertisement, if it's sort of in a company's feed, I like to read the comments below because sometimes what you'll find, and I just found this recently with a company that there were so many great reviews that I was like, okay, I'm going to take a chance. And I did really well shopping with this brand new company that I wasn't familiar with. But in the past, I haven't done my homework and shame on me uh, to read those customer comments and reviews. And had I done that, because I did it after the fact with one company I got burned by a couple of years ago, the reviews were terrible. The comments were awful. They were saying this product is terrible. The return policy is not real. They will scam you. They will keep your money. And had I done my due diligence, I would have saved myself a big headache. I'm Mike Rogers, and thanks for listening to Something Offbeat. This episode written and produced by Lauren Barry and Chris Blake. Audio editing by Chris Blake. Original music by Myron Kaplan and editorial support from Cooper Mall. Now to keep listening, subscribe to us on the Odyssey app or Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have your own offbeat story you think we should cover, let us know about it. Don't keep it to yourself. Send it to us at somethingoffbeat at odyssey. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.